You're listening to DubLab during our 2019 membership drive. If DubLab has helped you in making your days and nights more magical, please consider supporting our inclusive and passion-fueled organization by becoming a member today. For more information, please head over to dublab.com slash support. Hello and welcome to In Conversation, a DubLab podcast where each week we will bring you interviews from the DubLab radio archives. correct place and happy to be here as always connecting with you my name is frosty the program is celsius drop and we have a very special guest sitting right here in front of me we have william basinski how are you william i'm fine frosty nice to be here yay you have uh you've made your way across uh Oceans and land. The to universe. Be here. <laughs> you, uh, you're a traveler. Yeah, indeed. Well, let's uh, let's pull people back. Let's get the big picture. Let's let's ask the hard hitting questions. Let's get to the core, the driving force, the energy behind William Basinski, sir. What gets you up in the morning? What gets you up in the middle of the night? And what keeps you flying through the universe of sound? Oh. Well, you got me up this morning, and that's I'm... that's why I always like to hear. These are actually these are pointed questions just to get to people talking about me. Yeah, thanks, babe. <laughs> Ten o'clock ain't normally my got to be someplace time unless I'm on the road somewhere. But are you are you a night worker? Do you usually stay up late at night and kind of? Uh, yeah, I'm a vampire. Yeah. What what about that kind of evening space uh, is uh, the proper space for you to, to be created? I don't know. I was born at 2.33 in the morning. Maybe that has something to do with it. You got flipped upside down. <laughs> Where were you born? I was born in Houston, Texas, the swamp. Mm. And you, you stayed in Texas for a while. You went to school in Texas, right? Yeah, we moved around a bit when I was a kid. Uh, my dad was in the Navy, and then he was doing stuff for NASA and different places. So we were in Houston, and then we were in Virginia Beach, and then we were back in Houston, out uh, where Dad was working for GE, doing stuff for the uh, uh, early Mercury programs and stuff. And then we moved to Florida when I was about eight years old, and he was working for a contractor doing stuff for the lunar module until mm. they, and that lasted until they finished all the moon launches, and then we went. Back to Texas, and I went to high school in Dallas. Were you interested in in those kind of uh, voyages to to deep space through your father's of work? Of course. And, and Are you kidding? I know we, it was high in popular mythology and in the news, etc. But what were you thinking about? And were you thinking about how it sounded out there? Well, we were fascinated, of course, by all of it. Um, you know, seeing it on black and white tv and then in florida being able to walk down to the beach and see the launches from 30 miles up the coast and you know we went to church with the astronauts i my i was in the communion line with my dad once and uh i guess i was about i don't know seven in houston and he whispered to me touch that man in front of you and I put my hands down by my side and he grabbed my hand and poked 
Neil Armstrong in the ass. <laughs> and he turned around and shook my hand. So You, you planted a flag. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> What an interesting close proximity to people who are who are making kind of big leaps, literally. But uh, it's it's interesting in those worlds too how many little pieces go into the whole, you know. And it's a kind of a big picture thing, and everybody's devoted to their kind of each particular piece. That's right, and it's all military style, need to know only, and mm-hmm. you just do your part, and then somebody else puts it all together, mm. top secret stuff. Yeah, we didn't even know what Daddy was really doing. Yeah, until later. Mm. Well, with you, you're you're uh, you're putting that dedication into music, and and often making long form pieces. I have in front of me this uh, glorious uh, album, "On Time, Out of Time," forthcoming on Temporary Residence, and it's uh, a new project that you have. I'm looking at the tracks here: 19 minutes and nine seconds, 19 minutes and 52 seconds. Um, yeah, it, it's basically one piece, but we split it up over two sides. It had, there's a nice place where it can where we were able to split it for the lp so almost 40 minutes of music um but you're talking about microseconds building towards the whole how much do you think about the the moment within the whole as you're creating sound oh it's a good question um it's always a moment within the whole, you know. Mm. I'm always trying to create a moment that is a whole and a whole that is a moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, you know, an eternal moment or something is when I can get that happening, then I'm like, okay, we can, we can release this. You know, it's a good one. Mm. How frequently are you, are you able to, to kind of get in the zone and, and work on music and, and is, the time out of that specific space as important for you? Well, I've been pretty busy the last few years, thank God, touring a lot. And um, there's office work that needs to be done. Thankfully, I have my stalwart studio engineer and assistant studio manager, Preston Wendell, Mr. Toasty, who's here with me today, too. So I get a lot of help there, not only with running the label and everything but also engineering Mm -hmm. and you know he knows all the new stuff i don't know and he knows what i like and he helps me get what i need and uh he's got a credit on the record well deserved so uh yeah um i get in when i when i start to feel uh like And then I know you're pregnant. Go have a baby, you know. <laughs> Is it sometimes a rushed delivery? The moment comes. No, but sometimes it's a very belabored labor, and mm-hmm. other times the baby just pops out. That's always happy. Mm-hmm. So everyone likes a happy baby. How about uh, this newest baby that's coming out on time, out of time? We can uh, forecast the future. Uh, through looking at the past. This was uh, something that was made in Europe? No, this was made in made L.A. Okay. in my studio. Um, originally, I was uh, introduced to one of the scientists from Caltech 
and LIGO, which is the Laser Interferometer Gravitational Wave Observatory. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> and they're the ones that got the Nobel Prize, well-deserved, for discovering gravitational waves, mm. which Einstein predicted, through these huge vacuum chambers that they built in the southeast and northwest of the United States. So basically, they heard the sound of two black holes colliding 1.3 billion years ago, which created more energy than all the stars in the universe and created a rift in space-time. And they heard it. So it's interesting that LIGO interferometers are like telescopes, but they're using sound to, mm. to see things that we can't see yet with mm. the telescopes they have. Wow. The uh, the power of vacuums, you know, the door-to-door uh, -door vacuum salesmen for years were coming and warning us and telling us of the future. The omens were predicted, but we didn't listen. Now we've been able to listen. Sound as a way to to hear things and see things is pretty phenomenal. Yeah. So, so I uh, was given some of these files and, uh, you know, they asked if I wanted to do something with them and I was like, yeah. So the, uh, they sent me the stuff, and um, my friends, uh, Dimitri Gelfand and Evelina Domnich, two fabulous art scientists, uh, just incredible artists, were here a few years ago at Caltech doing uh, work with the scientists there. And that's how I met Jamie, one of these guys. And uh, he turned out was a fan and turned me on to the files, and then... I uh, got uh, commissioned to do a uh, short sound piece for an installation f that uh, Dimitri and Evelina were doing. And um, so I did that, and then uh, they got in this big art science uh, show at uh, Martin Gropius Bau in Berlin. And the curator, Isabel Desenia, invited commissioned me to do a performance as well. So that's when I created the long piece. And uh, so on the LP, you have the long piece. On the CD, you have the long piece plus the shorter installation piece. And on the digital, you also get the shorter piece. Mm -hmm. March is the... March 8th. Uh, March 8th. Wonderful. Yeah. So people can uh, keep their... Uh, their eyes and ears or uh, intergalactic sound telescopes open for more information, temporary residence. And pre-orders pre are on now. So. Yes, we have a folded time and space in on itself. And we are going to do a little more traveling here. Definitely uh, excited about this uh, selection of sounds. A real traveler coming up first. You've pieced together. First off, can you kind of give us uh, the scope of these selections? Uh these are friends and colleagues whose work I adore. Uh, some people I've recently met, some people I've known for years. Um, and I just wanted, and a lot of this is brand new, some of it's unreleased. Uh, I sent out word to people, and people sent me things, and Preston helped me put it together mm -hmm. the other night and last night. And uh, I'm thrilled with the way it turned out. There were a lot of people I wanted to have in this list as well, but we ran out of time. So I guess I'll have to do another one. We're, we're ready. You could stay here. There's a comfortable couch in the this corner. This is 
first one is from Craig Leon, who is a brilliant producer and um, musician, has worked most famously doing the first Ramones record, but all kinds of stuff. He is brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And this is something new coming out in May called Standing Crosswise in the Square by Craig Leon. And I, I love the Ramones, but uh, for me, the first Suicide record is, uh, that's that's where it's at. That's right. <laughs> well, sounds selected by William Basinski and intricately mixed with assistance from Preston Wendell. It's dublab.com, Celsius Drop. Here comes some Craig Leon. <laughs> Conversation was produced by DubLab, a nonprofit radio station broadcasting live from Los Angeles since 1999. Sound editing and theme song by Matea Bang. For more programming, visit dublab.com. And thank you for listening.